what is going on everyone welcome back into episode nine i believe of taking heat the weekly podcast that we try to get out weekly but sometimes schedules don't work out and that's why it's this one's episodes a little bit later than we normally would this week cam will be returning as our defending champion from last week and he has put forth the topic of the best sports related video game now this is something that i know hits close with all four of us because we're all really big into gaming we're very passionate about that and obviously when it comes down to it we each have our, our personal favorites when it comes to this genre of video games you know we all have our own favorite football game baseball game madden the show 2k things like that but which one reigns supreme above all my name is Blake Holmes, and I'm joined here tonight by, uh, again, our reigning champion, Cameron Woolwine. On the bottom left is Trevor Tidwell, and on the bottom right is Logan Porter. Uh, how are y'all doing tonight, and how excited are you to talk about talk video games? Nerd out for a little bit. Oh, man. I didn't think this topic would actually come up, and I'm so excited that it actually did. I'm currently interacting with the website that the, a video game is from. I'm excited for it, to be honest. It's a little different. A little uh, something new that we haven't done. Maybe uh, we'll lead a different future podcast. So it's exciting. We should all be excited for, uh, for tonight. And like I said, I mean, I know at least myself, and I know really all of you in the call are about as passionate about video games as I am. Because it's, it's one of those things to where on the YouTube channel, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, go, don't go back and watch the gaming videos on there. They're very cringy. They're very not well edited. It's just, it's, it's, I'm going to save you some time. Uh, except maybe the Phasmophobia videos. The Phasmophobia videos are funny. But other than that, don't watch any other content on my channel uh, other than the sports stuff. So... I don't really get too many opportunities to talk about gaming and things like that um, in a public forum like this, so I'm really excited. Um, and like like we said, I think it's going to be a really good topic. If you are watching on the YouTube channel, be sure to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Let me know down in the comments. Let me know down in the comments what your favorite uh, sports video game is, and if you want to see any other topics in the future, let us know. As well as if you would rather listen to an audio-only portion and you're on YouTube, the link to the podcast on the spot on Spotify is in the description. And if you're listening on Spotify, be sure to follow, download the podcast so you can listen wherever you would like. So, with that being said. We'll go ahead and get started, but you guys know the drill by this point. I'm going to go ahead and pull up our wheels here. This is going to decide who will be presenting their topic first or their game first, and we will be going from there. So, presenting their game first will be Logan. So, Logan, the floor is yours, and feel free. Go right ahead. All right. Went first last time. Go first this time. It's a, it's almost like uh, no, I went. I used to go last. That was the joke. <laughs> and see, right, so. if anything, it's proved that the wheel is not rigged. That I've done this. <laughs> um, uh, it is proved uh, that uh, I can never win unless I win with somebody else. That has been proven. <laughs> but um, so I have like three honorable mentions uh, just to start off, uh, and it was hard to decide which one I wanted to do. Um, so, because like you said, I, I, me personally, I've, I've grew up with video games. I grew up with sports. So naturally I played a lot of sports games. So my first honorable mention is going to be UFC two, because that was like the first sports game I had on my PlayStation four. And I played it for a solid, like 
five years before I even before I even upgraded because UFC three was out and I was still playing UFC two. So um another one is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Uh personally one of my favorite Olympic games of all time. Uh it's just if you know you get to play with the lovable Mario and Sonic. And who doesn't love Sonic? It's topical. So uh my third and final uh, honorable mention is uh, Olympic Games at Tokyo 2020. It's actually a newer game that just recently came out. Um, you can customize your own avatar it to be like an astronaut, and you can just run races as an astronaut. So that's awesome. But nonetheless, the title that I have chosen is NCAA Football 2013. Okay? And that's because... Um, I remember watching a friend of mine play NCAA football, uh, 12 and I wanted it because it just looked like so much fun. I'm a big Virginia tech fan. Um, as uh, you know, Blake has his tech (laughs) shirt on. He's got the Tennessee in the background. Can't decide who he's a fan of, (laughs) but, um, so I naturally I was like, oh, I love tech. I wanna I wanna play as tech in a football game. So I got NCAA 13 for Christmas one year. And not only can you play as your favorite team, you can it's like uh it's like almost any sports game nowadays. You can make your person and you can play throughout time. A lot of people really like 14 more. I never played 14. Um, because there was a whole like school aspect is that as well. You had to do well in school, I think. Um, but in 13, I remember I would make my character and put him in a position I did not play in high school. <laughs> and uh, I would go through a high school career, go to Virginia Tech, and then, you know, just play throughout my four years, have fun while doing it. Um, another big aspect that I really loved about it that you don't see in any other games is and i think they did this was with a all ncaa games you uh play as the mascots and i think that is an amazing idea um i actually was discussing this game with blake recently um because there were there were a handful of teams on ncaa 13 where you could have a mascot that didn't have arms and it was awesome to see them hold a football with no arms throw it, catch it with no arms. So, um, yeah, NCAA football 13 is my pick for this challenge. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start off. Uh, as you stated, you and I talked a little while ago about this game and I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think, you know, I, I did play NCAA 14 and I will say this mechanically, when you're talking about the controls, when you're talking about how it plays, it does play better. It feels a little bit better. But the main differences between the two um, that I think are important. For one, you know, you, you talked, you mainly talked about Road to Glory, and Road to Glory is unbelievably good when it comes to a career mode. When you're talking about in a high in the high school field, something that goes under the radar that people don't realize as well. You can customize every high school you play against as well. So you can customize. Yeah. You go certain. You go specific towns within each state then you can go and edit all the the team names so 
you know, we're here in Virginia, we would end up, instead of playing Chesapeake, I could pick a school that's nearby me and, and customize it to be that. So I love that, the customizable, the customizable aspects of that, as well as, like you said, just the, the focus on one player. It's done in a way that isn't really replicated in today, except for pro, you know, my career in 2K, I would say is the only one that has that same right. focus. Um, and like you said, the mascot, the mascot mashup, it was the mascots we were talking about, uh, Stan, the Stanford Cardinal was a tree that had no arms. And then I believe it was Syracuse. Also, it was just a giant orange with no arms. I, the, and also in some of the football towards the end, they had the Heisman challenge, which is basically a road to glory, but you take over for Heisman candidates like Robert Griffin, the third, Barry Sanders, people like that. And it was such a memorable experience. It was so unbelievably fun. And there were so many teams. I could go and be cream of the crop in the Alabamas, the Ohio States of the world. Or I could go down and be Toledo. Or I could go down and be New Mexico State, Arkansas State. Those types of programs that don't get enough, that really don't get any recognition in the national media and the national spotlight, you were still able to take, take over. So. I like this pick. I've put. I don't even want to know how many hours I've put into NCAA over the years, and all I can say is I'm super excited for when the series reboots in 2023. I, w- I will say in regards to, because I, I, I didn't even think about it until just now. But you're right when you were talking about no other game kind of does the the single player mode like that. Um, because I remember as a kid playing this game, I would pick. I w- if I was a wide receiver because I wasn't very good at quarterback back then, I, I would they would give me the route that I need to run. And I would just like, I would follow that line as perfectly as I could. And you just had to hope that they'd pass it to you. Like it, like it would be in real life, but in games today, it's, hold up, hold up. I gotta go. Boy, as of, as Logan was kind of saying, like, the NCAA games were uh, pretty good. Like, my favorite part about them for me was, like, growing up during the college days. Like, growing up, obviously, college sports is pretty much everywhere. Like, this part of Virginia, like, you know, hanging out with your family, there's going to be a college game on. So, that was something for me that was, like, kind of cool was, like, watching. Obviously, I'm a Virginia Tech fan also, so being able to play as Virginia Tech, it was pretty cool. And... I don't know. The NCAA games were really fun. And as you had mentioned, like, they haven't made one since 2014. So they're almost kind of like a relic to, uh, to like, people our age and even older adults. Because obviously the NCAA games came out for, like, in 10 plus years in a row. And then obviously they had to stop because of, you know, NCAA things, obviously. But I am excited to bring it back. I think it's going to be a great game. Yeah. And I, when you're talking about, it's NCAA football, and you mentioned it there. I, I like the fact that, especially when you're talking about it to us, you know, we don't have a professional team near here. We don't have, uh, you know, again for those that aren't aware, for the if it wasn't obvious, all of us are being, all of us are tech fans, and I've mentioned it before, we do live in Virginia. Uh, we don't quite really have a sports team nearby. The closest one is in Charlotte, which is two and a half, three hours away. So it's not exactly the same as us being able to just go into a city real quick and, and, and go to a game. Um, Trev, you don't even really live near us anymore, and you don't have that luxury either. you got to go all the way up to the, the Washington, D.C. area in order to do that. So it's like, but 
for all of us, we do have colleges, at least somewhere within the vicinity. I mean, I, I live in a college town. Uh, Cam and, and Logan, you're very close as well. Trev, you're a little bit of a farther drive away, but still, especially if you're from this area originally. So it's like growing up, I, I will say now, I was ingrained into professional football very, very early. My dad made it very obvious from the time I knew what a football even was that we were going to be Steelers fans. But for a lot of people in this area, professional football doesn't really come to them. It's mainly focused on the NCAA level when you're talking about Virginia Tech, where you're talking about West Virginia, Tennessee, UVA um, in this area, even though we don't speak that name around here. Uh, sure. <laughs> That, that in the area, uh, and then you go to North Carolina, North Carolina, Duke, Wake Forest. I mean, they're really it's it's ingrained in this area, and so I agree. When you're talking about NCAA football, it's definitely something that hits a little bit closer to home um, than some other some other franchises. Um, I was um I am back. Um, do would you like me to finish what I was talking about? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, do you know what I was talking about? It was, you were talking about, um, go ahead and say, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I know you started talking about. I, I was talking about how the different games, like. the How it's not as common. The single player yeah. isn't as common the way, the way it's presented. Today. All right, you want, you want me to start over? Yeah, if you, if you can. Okay, all right. I do apologize. I'll explain later. So, all right, so. Uh, you were right, um because I hadn't thought about it before, but there aren't really a lot of games that do that same kind of action that there was on uh, NCAA football. Because like, I remember when I was a kid playing, like I would play wide receiver because I wasn't very good at quarterback. So I remember trying to follow the lines of the routes that I was given. And um, like just with, surgical precision trying to do it and you really just had to hope that they had throw it to you whereas in other games like right now i'm pretty sure on madden games they don't even have like it's not even like a road to glory it's um just qb1 or whatever and you pretty much can only play as a quarterback and one if you do a run play or you do a pass play you switch off to that character that gets the football after it's done you don't really feel like it's just you out there um, and even in 2K, you do play as yourself the majority of the time, but if you the, you have a meter, and once the meter gets all the way, you can just switch between players willy-nilly. Um, so, yeah, it, it's an it's an un it's a thing that you don't really see anymore, and I think it's an interesting aspect of the game that should probably be brought back into other titles. Yeah, in current Maddens, they have, I believe in the past couple of years, with, I don't play, I'll be honest, I don't play the story mode in the Maddens these days, but I think they did extend it to where you could be a running back, but it's literally just quarterback and running back. I don't believe they put in receiver. Like, it's not nearly as expansive as it was back with the old NCAA and really the old Madden games as well. I was going to say, I'd like to add, like, the new Madden games have kind of almost gone backwards in time. Like, I feel like every year we almost lose more features with Madden than we gain, especially when it comes to franchise mode, because, like, you can go and create, like, your own player, but it doesn't really even feel like you're going through, you know, the whole process. Like, I think I remember, like, I don't even remember what game it was, but, like, you would go through the combine, and, you know, you'd have these different things, and it would boost your draft stock, but now it's just, like, you just create your own player and go for it. You kind of just put yourself on whatever team, and you're already pretty much an immediate starter doing your own thing. 
probably the only other game that I can think of right offhand, other than like UFC, like of a mainstream, a more mainstream sport, would be MLB The Show, um, where Road to the Show mode, you only play as your guy, and which <laughs> I say that because I do really love Road to the Show. It is a good one, and it's one of those things. I mean, the, I will say the difference that gets me with that one is, you know, NCAA, I, I really liked, and it's it was really cool because NCAA, like we mentioned, I believe there was like over, a, it was right around 126, maybe 128 uh, different schools you could be. And so you had so much variety. You you want to start a, uh, uh, a road to glory where you immediately go take a, a championship contender to the BCS? You you can. Do you want to have a road to glory to where, once again, you take the Toledo Golden Rockets, uh, the Toledo Golden Rockets to the, the BCS National Championship? Or you take Mar- the Marshall Thundering Herd to the Cotton Bowl, things like that. Uh you had that ability, whereas MLB The Show, now you can choose your team where you can get drafted by a team. And you play for their AA and their uh, AA and AAA teams, but to me, I start to feel like it gets a little old after a while. I still love it. I still play it a ton every single year, but the expansiveness of it for the old at Road to Glory, I, li- I prefer that 10-1. to one. Trev, any comments, concerns, questions? Um, I feel like this podcast, um, especially on Logan and Cameron's portion, um, I want to be pretty quiet. Um, I didn't play a whole lot of sports games growing up. Um, I was kind of a sporty kid. I like to go out and play a lot of baseball, uh, played football in elementary school, stuff like that, but I never really played sports video games. Um, so I don't feel like, um, I have a ton of useful input for uh this topic i guess as for like logan's i mean um i played a little bit of uh mlb the show um and i agree that the uh the road to the show feature is really cool where like most baseball games up to this point it was like i am playing as the new york yankees and i am every pitcher i pitch all the pitches I am also every hitter, and I take every at-bat. But right. the road to the, road to the show is really cool, because you're like, all right, I am the left fielder, so that uh, the game kind of like speeds up. So it's like, all right, well, I bat seventh in the lineup, and it's like, all right, so you start the game, it's all simulated. All right, well, now it's the third inning, and now you're, you're off the bat. And oh, now it's the fourth inning, you're in the field, and you're getting a fielding play. Um, I feel like that that was really fun. I really enjoyed that. It also, um, a lot of people complain that baseball is like a a, a, a really slow sport. Um, and I feel like this mode, specifically for MLB The Show, really sped up the game. So it's like, oh, oh I played I played a game and I had four at-bats and I had five plays in the field and this game took me 20 minutes. Um, so well, I agree I- that... Uh, not e- okay. not even 20 minutes. Like honestly, like um I I play as a first baseman on mm-hmm. my MLB the show. Um and I'm usually the four spot hitter. I can get through an entire like an entire series in about 20 25 minutes. And that's usually four games. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, like, when you say you're sped up, like, it, it really speeds it up. Because unless the ball gets hit to you every play, you really don't play a whole lot. Um, unless you're batting. Um, and if you're really good at batting, you don't even, it doesn't even take that much time. You, if you hit home run or a triple, like you're not base running that long. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said with, um, earlier on, I mean, you can't do have the option to play the entire game if you would like to, Yeah, uh, because there is a, a way to watch the entire game. But nobody does it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, kind of on the tangent of MLB the show, but I think it also kind of hits home. um, The was it Road to Glory that you were talking about from NCAA? Road to Glory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anybody else with any comments or anything like that, or Logan, any last remarks? Um, I going back to baseball, uh, not to go just off topic, <laughs> because, but um, I, I would just like to say I uh, I had an opportunity to play Atari baseball, and it was the worst experience of my life. Really makes you realize how far up games have gone in general since then. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead. I have the wheel back on the screen. Logan goes with a great choice first. NCAA football 13, not 14. 13 is the choice um, right here. Second person presenting their game will be Trevor. So, Trevor, the floor is all yours, and take it away. Ha-ha. All right. Strap in. Do I have a game for you? Everyone knows it. Everyone loves it. Wii Sports. So I I chose, I guess uh, Blake and I were kind of discussing whatever the topic first got brought up, like what games, what sports games we were thinking of and make sure like we both knew the same game. And the two that we, the two that we brought up um, was the one that Blake uh, will do later. I won't spoil it. Um, and Wii Sports. Um, so my topic's going to be Wii Sports. Um so Wii Sports, specifically the original Wii Sports, came out in 2006. Um, it's a pack-in title for the Nintendo Wii. Um, uh, in the game itself, uh, there are five total sports that you can play. Uh, you can play baseball, uh, tennis, golf, boxing, and bowling. Um, and um, I think uh, Wii Sports, uh, as a game itself, is kind of extraordinary in its own way and differently from uh i guess mainline sport games that you would think of like madden or nba or fifa um where it is extremely accessible so uh you know this game can be played by uh my four-year-old nephew and can also be played by my 65 year old grandfather um there's self on that wee tennis though to be honest oh he might Uh, but you you know he's gonna play gonna be playing Wii bowling. Oh no. oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, there there has been many a bowling tournament at the my household before <laughs> on Wii Sports. Wii Sports yeah, so, heated. <laughs> so um, I feel like other other big sports games. Um, there's a lot of, uh, I guess 
uh, isolation. I don't I don't know if that's exactly what I'm looking for. Um, but let's say you take like NBA game for example. Uh, you, you can play with a few people, but most of the people who play NBA, uh, any of the 2K games, um, are uh, I wouldn't necessarily call all of them like diehard sports fans, but they're the ones who uh, are most likely to be heavily invested in whichever sport this is. Um, and uh, like control wise, um, a lot of those games, uh, they're, they're like controller heavy. So um, those who are maybe younger or older or less familiar with like a video game controller may have uh, more issues trying to get into these games. Even if it's like, hey, like, dude, I love football, but I played zero video games. So you're gonna hand me like this PS4 controller, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. You're like, hit X, and you're like, which button's X? Um, but for Wii Sports, it's a lot of, uh, I think you press two total buttons while you're actually in a game. You have like the A button and the B button, and that's it. Um, and then the rest are on motion controls. Um, and it's the motion controls are easy enough so that you just kind of like have to do the general motion of like swinging a baseball bat or like throwing a punch in boxing or letting go of the ball in bowling uh, to the point where it's extremely accessible for tons of people to play. I was gonna say I don't. I, I think boxing you don't even push buttons. You don't. Like, I don't. You don't. I was gonna say like there's not even a single button. Like it's literally just bang, bang, bang. You don't in boxing, and if I'm not the only button you press in tennis is A to start to, to throw start. the ball up, mm-hmm. and then that's how you start. You just swing the racket. So the rest of that uh, golf you have to hold down B. Um, yep. And you can and use the D pads to aim your you know to decide your trajectory. Uh, baseball, you press A. Now, there are buttons you can press when pitching to throw different types of pitches. Um, and other than that, like, and bowling, like, same, same thing as golf. It's you hold down B, you let it go when you're about to swing, and then you can hit the D-pad to adjust your trajectory and things like that as well. But relatively, a, a, a very small amount of buttons. Yeah, and uh, I feel like, just in general, uh, most sports games get that uh, kind of niche audience. Uh, Wii Sports is literally for everybody. It can be, like I said, for like my four-year-old nephew. It can be for my my grandfather. It can be for him. It can be for her. And like, it doesn't really matter. The game's not serious, and that's the point. The point is just here's a sport, and you're kind of doing the motions, and uh, there's like a significant like video game handicap. So like, I don't know how to bowl. I can like throw a bowling ball and sometimes I can curve it, but like, I'm not very good, but like I can pick up a Wiimote and bowl like 250. So, um, I don't know, super accessible. Uh, that's one of the big things. Uh, the other big thing is I feel like it brought uh, a brand new experience, um, to, the those gamers who are into the sports games um it's not super serious or anything however uh with sports games prior it was you're holding a controller say i'm the quarterback in ncaa game like you're holding a controller and it's like oh i want to throw to 
a wide receiver that is L1. Hit the L1 button. Um, but for this, it's like, oh, I'm playing baseball, and I'm like, I'm up the bat. Oh, I better swing the bat. <laughs> and like, I don't know. This is like a cool new experience. It's you're kind of doing the motions of the game, and I feel like it. It really, you just kind of dive into it, and it's an experience more than it is like a competition, I guess. Two things. Number one, quite possibly, I don't mean the greatest decision in all of video gaming to make this a pack-in title for the Wii, because I'm I'm convinced this game alone sparked the marathon it was for two years to get a Wii. You know, people, it's crazy what people have to go do right now to go get a PlayStation Five. It's crazy mm-hmm. the the scalping things like that. It's it's unbelievably hard to get a PS Five right now. This is exactly what it was like with the Nintendo Wii back in those days as well. Because, and I'm fully convinced it's because of this game. Um, and the other thing too is, like you said, not, I think it changed the way people viewed gaming in general. Because you go and you look, and it was, and again, this is what kind of sparked the success of the Wii. I believe it's the third highest selling console of all time, maybe fourth, uh, behind like the PS4, the DS, and the PS2. But well, I mean. But behind like handheld games as well. Correct. So it'd be the third best-selling console, home console of all time. Uh, but it's it's like when you're talking about the Wii here, and you're talking about that the Wii itself and this game spawned a ton of different. The Kinect for the Xbox 360. You think about Kinect Sports, things like that. The the Kinect isn't a thing. The Kinect doesn't happen unless Microsoft until Microsoft sees what Nintendo is doing with the Wii and they try to capitalize on that. So I think it spawned a multitude of things, and I think it's a very influential game. It's and like you said, it's still it's silly to think that just because of how simple the game is, because it's really meant to be a tech demo for the Wii. But because of its impact, because of the fact that it was a pack-in title and everybody had it, and because of the it sparked the success of the Wii, it really is one of the more influential video games, not just sports video games, but really the more influential video games, at least in modern video gaming history. I mean, I'd like. I mean, I'd like to say, it's that that's the one that started it all, really. But there, like, there are other ones as well. Now, I think there's there's Wii Sports Resort, which had a multitude mm-hmm. of other games added on to it. I believe there there's now a Switch version. There is Nintendo um, Switch Sports. But um, I mean, one another one that's kind of spawned of a similar category, but that is still Wii Sports. Kinda, it, it was called Wii Fit. Um, and it had like a balance board that came with it. And most of the games, you literally just didn't even have to have anything in your hands. You just stood on the board. Um, mm-hmm. Like I remember having, using, using, uh, used to play hula hoops. Yep. Um, and they throw hula hoops on you and you would try to move your body like it was a hula hoop. And there was like a skateboarding game. But it's, it's, it's not. Forty as forty as we sports was, but it kind of started because of that because they saw the success that was we sports, and and like Blake said earlier, um, it probably it probably wouldn't have sold as well if it wasn't bundled in, but I think it would have been pretty freaking close. Like it, it was just that crazy a game. Cam, any remarks? Any questions? Well, I guess I want to ask the group: What was everyone's favorite Wii sport? 
I'm a softy. I got to go ahead and admit that I have uh, obviously baseball and golf are going to be near the top for me. I just I think I preferred golf just because of it was one of those things and and bowling was unbelievably fun too. But to me, I, I just I did love the the golf how pure and smooth it felt. Um, I, I liked it and I, boxing is a close probably second or third or probably third just because I had to face Matt and the me in that game. But golf uh, was probably my favorite. Yeah, I feel like for me, I think I played, like, well, while I was by myself playing, I think I played baseball the most um, because I'm a big baseball guy. It was pretty fun. Um, But I feel like my favorite sport overall had to be bowling because it's the one that, like, oh, I have, it's 2007 and I have some friends coming over. Bring over your Wiimote and we'll just play a bunch of bowling. And, like, that's something that four people can just, like, all play all together. And it's quick and easy. Uh, one That's the one that I think I enjoyed the most. For me, I mean, I played bowling the most because that was what, like, that, our, our household, we just played bowling the most whenever we would get the Wii together. Um, me personally, when I had time with the Wii alone, um, you know, after a nice date. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, I kid. Uh they had the training mode. You know the training modes? They had like five different game modes for each of the categories. And I really liked the... The bowling ones were cool. Like, there was that one mode where if you could balance the bowling ball on the wall and it got all the way to the end, it would flip a switch and the pins would all fall down. Um, cool little Easter egg like that. But I really liked the tennis ones because they'd like they'd like put a wall in front of you and you would hit the ball off the wall, you know, tennis ball, throw it against the wall. Um, and the wall would break away at, if you would hit a certain spot too many times. Um, and the golf ones were pretty fun, too, in that little game mode where you would hit. Um, it would be like a big dartboard on a on the golf course and you would have to hit it in a certain spot and get your aim down. It, that was pretty cool gonna say i'm a my favorite was definitely the tennis but i'm a huge softy for golf pretty much golf anything because it's we golf's the only thing i've ever hit a hole in one on no other golf game i have ever hit one on but we golf so i just figured i would ask that but i really do like this pick a lot to be honest like it really revolutionized like motion control video games and honestly you could kind of argue leading into like virtual reality video games so I'm also going to say this to in response to your question, Cam. If Wii Sports Resort is included in that question, basketball is my pick. But if I was assuming we meant just straight regular Wii Sports, is if, sport, if Resort was in there, the pick on the three on three basketball was always intuitive. It's so fun. <laughs> I, I remember when I was younger playing Wii Sports Resort. Every time I would dunk on someone on basketball, I would act like I actually dunked on them. I'd be like, <laughs> yes. Yes! I'd like to start flexing. Basketball or Island Flyover on on Wii Sports Resort oh, yeah. was, was probably my favorites. But uh, any other comments, questions for Trev before we move to the next person? I feel like I had another comment, but I can't think of one, so. All right. Well, we'll go ahead and spin the wheel again. It is down to myself and Cam. We will see who will be going third here. It will be myself. So I will be taking the reins here after that. 
And so, so far, as a recap, Logan selected NCAA Football 2013, and Trevor picked Wii Sports for his topics. So, like Trev said, this is a game that I don't... He say, I, I mentioned off the air to them saying, like, hey, I only have you know one thing written down uh, here and, and on my notes, because I normally have a big page of notes. I have one thing written down here. Um, and Trev made the comment, I, you, you don't need anything else. You don't need anything more, and that's because it's 100% true. I'm going to go ahead and start off, give you a date, October 9th, 2008, on the PlayStation 3, developer Psyonix comes out with a game that was called Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Now you may be thinking, what in, the, what in God's green earth is that game? And the short answer, it is the sequel and the precursor to the game that is consistently at the top of the charts right now, has a lot of active players every every month, all the time. It's Rocket League. Uh, Super SARP, as it's called within the community, was a very clunky game. Again, it was only available on the PS3. Uh, and it was very obvious that it was a starting point. You know, The basic idea, and I think it's funny, whenever I was a kid, I remember playing a Flash game back in like the mid-2000s. And it was this clunky, just horrible Flash game. But it was cars playing soccer. And I had the idea. I was like, what would happen? Like, if you could have RC cars playing soccer. Like, if I, if all of our, if a bunch of friends got together, we had a ball in the middle, we had a bunch of RC cars, how would that look? And it was just, I think it's something that's, it's a very juvenile idea. And it's something that just completely came out of nowhere. And then in 2015... I watched a YouTube video of someone playing Rocket League right before it was coming out. And I said, oh my god, this looks so much fun. I need to have it. And as it turned out, when it came out on PlayStation, it was out for free in the first month that it was out. So I got it for free very early on in 2015. Um, I played Rocket League consistently from 2015 to 2017, early 2018. And took a break. Uh, you know, I not necessarily that I was tired of it. I just started playing other games, things like that. And then in 2020, there was a uh, there was an a, an announcement uh, that Psyonix, the developers, had been acquired by Epic Games, the same developers of Fortnite. We all know them at this point. And it was going to be made free to play. And that was about that time is when I was getting my PC. So I decided I was going to try Rocket League on my PC. And it's it made me find an entire new love for the game. Trev and I have put in both well over a thousand hours here on PC into the game, um, and that and like Trev said, this was we talked about it. if he did, if if I wasn't doing yeah we decide we decided both ways. It was one of those things to where we were probably going to pick the other. If I came Trevor said I was doing Wii Sports, he was going to pick Rocket League, and vice versa. Yep. So uh, the reason I I was so excited. Uh, for this pick, for this topic, and Cam, I want to thank you, is because I've been struggling trying to figure out how I can talk about esports, how I can bring esports in, because I know there's it's not quite on the same level as NFL, MLB, actually you know, professional athletic sports, but there is something fascinating, and I can say I wasn't necessarily the biggest proponent. I wasn't a huge fan of esports, just something about it I couldn't make myself watch, but. The reason Rocket League works is it is the most basic and simple to understand game there is, I think. Um, 
Grant, I will go ahead and say if you're if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, once again, if you don't know what Rocket League is, it's it's cars, it's cars playing soccer. It's all it is. Anybody who is anybody who has seen a soccer ball can watch a game of Rocket League, can pick up a game of Rocket League, and look, and you say, okay, I have to learn the controls. I have to learn how the game how to move my car around. But in the grand scheme of things, drive my car into the ball. Force the ball into the net. Pl- that simple. And yet, such a simple concept has been expanded upon and revolutionized in such a way that the things you can do in Rocket League are absolutely unimaginable. And I will also say this, and the reason I bring in the esports scene is esports, Rocket League is the most, some of the most fun. It is one of the most fun events I can watch, especially when both teams are playing extremely well. You have professional organizations. They actually just had their world championship last month, about two weeks ago. And Team BDS from Europe took home the world championship and took home, I believe it was like $2 million in prize money that they took home from it. Um, it's it's one of those things, once again, to where there's it's so expansive. There's so many directions. You can hang out and just play the game for fun in the casual modes and learn the game. Or if you want to try hard, if you want to climb the ranks, you can do so in ranked. You can do it uh, in competitive. And it's one of those things, there's so many different attitudes with it. There's so many different uh, modes with it. Uh, and, And speaking of the modes, really, you have casual game and comp game where it's just straight up regular soccer you have what's called Rumble, which is soccer with cars and Mario Kart power-ups. How does that not sound fun? You have uh, Drop Shot, which nobody really plays, but it's basically just a thing to where uh, there's no goals except for you're trying to hit tiles on the ground to knock them out and then score on those. You've got Hoops, which is basketball with cars, and uh, Snow Day, which is hockey with cars, and not to mention the wealth of limited time modes that come out. The reason I sound like, I know I'm nerding out here when it comes to this game, but I will say this, and I know Trev can back me up here. There is nothing like, I've played a ton of different games, different genres, different types, different, uh, you know, just so many different games. There is nothing I have ever done in any other video game that feels quite as satisfying than when you can pull off a new mechanic and execute it well in Rocket League. I don't even know, I don't even begin to know how people do flip resets or how people do, um, you know, certain double taps off the wall. And I just now learned how to speed flip, which is an anti, you know, a somewhat advanced mechanic in the game. Uh, and if you don't believe me, if you don't believe me how hype the eSport can get, this is a, this is a PSA. If you have not watched RLCS and you're into Rocket League or just eSports in general... Please go watch. Go look up Justin's overtime, uh, J- Justin's game seven goal against uh, Dignitas back in 2018, and you'll understand why it's so hype. Whatever it's at its peak, but I can keep going on and on and on. But I know there's only a certain amount of time, and I can answer any questions anybody has as far as that goes. But I mean, when you're talking about it again, from how simple it is, it's cars playing soccer. How how much how much more simple can it get? But then when you get into the meta game, when you get into the mechanics, when you get into the customization, all the different things you can put in your car, the different types of cars you can use, the different arenas that are in the game, 
there's not a game. Rocket League is easily my one of my top three favorite games of all time, and it's by far the game I put the most time into. I mean, Rocket League in general. I mean, I think I, I personally bought it before it was free to play, but uh, like you said, making them fr- making it free to play was kind of just the best decision they made. Um, it br- it brought more people into it, and um, there's it's doing the same thing over and over again, but it feels different every time. And it, it's very addicting to play it. They have esports, and I don't watch the esports side of it, of rocket league. Personally, I, I prefer to watch uh, games like counter-strike or overwatch, but um, I, I do remember there was a time period in my high school life where I would go to a computer class and my friends would be watching uh rocket league like best saves or something um and there there's always the the iconic this is rocket league that uh, is the just call clip out. i was referring to right there <laughs> yeah um but that's a, that's how it is um uh, rocket league we um we've even played with each other before i like i've played with you i've i played with cam i was gonna say we've played as a trio before in rocket league we've mm-hmm. all uh yeah, and so we're Blake left us in with. the dust. <laughs> yeah, Blake and Logan are much better than I will ever be, but I'm very supportive. Well, and I, I, I'm going to go ahead and point you say, like, how free-to-play got a ton of players. I mean, you're looking, prime example, bottom left here in this call, Trev, I convinced, uh, he watched me stream it to him on Discord one evening, um, playing Rocket League when it was free-to-play on Epic. And I remember... Mm-hmm. I convinced him, and now he's he's gone. Uh, he's climbed the ranks way quicker than I ever did. I'm at champ one, champ two on a good day, and he is in diamond. You know, champ one right now. Did you you didn't make it? To, you didn't end up making it champ at one point, didn't you? Um, we're champ one in doubles. In doubles, and I'm ch- I'm champ one in uh, rumble. But still, high diamond, low champ. He's basically yeah. on the same playing field rank wise as I am, and. Trev has spent, you know, he's played, yeah, he and I have probably spent about the similar amount of times playing from 20, yeah, from whenever we, he started so back in free to play. But there's no way for me to know how many hours I've put into the game with my PlayStation 4 hours back in the day. So, I mean, realistically, and it's again, I, and Trev, I, Trev knows this too. I am a big proponent. There are times I just go into free play training. I just go and drive around and try to new, learn new mechanics that I can uh, use within the game. And I will also say this when you're talking about the esports side of it. You know, Logan, you said you watched uh, Counter Strike and you watched uh, Call of Duty and things like that. When you're uh, when you're talking about those, I will say sometimes it can get a little bit. You know, with it, that, it can still be a little more. Again, I think Rocket League is the simplest esport there is. Because oh, definitely. when you get into oh, yeah, God, when you get into like uh, League of Legends and Dota two and all this and that, where they're still impressive, they're still. I mean, I can recognize that these people are the cream of the crop and the best players. the The terminologies, the things you have to do in order to win, it just gets so confusing to someone who is unfamiliar with the game. But once again, ask anybody who has seen a soccer ball. To watch a game of Rocket League and don't tell them, and just all you tell them is, hey, tell me what's going on. Tell me what the point of this game is. They can tell you immediately. I think that's, it's so accessible now that it's free to play. It's so intuitive. 
with the mechanics you can do. And again, please just go watch RLCS pros do what they do, and you learn, you realize just how crazy they are. It's also interesting to me because this is so unlike any other game out there. You know, in the Call of Duties of the world, if you're a professional in, let's say, okay, Modern Warfare 2 is going to be coming out here soon. If you're a professional in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, odds are you're going to be pretty good at Modern Warfare 2. Um, same thing with Battlefield. CSGO to Valorant is very similar. Uh, Rocket League doesn't have that. Like, if you're, if you, you, everybody starts from the same place in Rocket League. And I think that's such a cool thing, too. There's not a person that goes in here and it's just a godly FPS person. And they can run, you know, they can run it. With this, everybody starts, you, you all learn. Name me a game like Rocket League where you can pick up the same skills to get you to the RLCS. not really anything comparable because like like you had mentioned before like csgo and valorant like obviously most people listening to this probably don't know who these people are but like shroud for an example used to be a huge csgo person and now he just most recently switched over to valorant and it's just like with rocket league there's no other game to really even compare to it it's fascinating too because you do see in fact fun fact out there the first ever dual sport Esport athlete was announced in Rocket League, and it may be someone you do not expect. Um, I know at least you know Logan Cam may know who this guy is. Um, he is a running back for the Eagles, who was is a grand champ, high grand champ in Rocket League, and was signed on as a substitute for Dignitas um, again, who is an e- e- uh, European team, and it's Boston Scott running back for. Philadelphia Eagles. He actually became the first dual sport athlete in esports. So he's a football player, and then on the side as a substitute. It, so that means if one of the three players for Dignitas could not make it to an event or had ish, internet issues, Boston Scott steps in to take that role. That has to be awesome. Imagine going out there, scoring a touchdown, and then coming home at the end of the night, and then maybe competing in like. A Rocket League final double flip resetting, yeah. That's that's no, I guess. I mean, and that's that's kind of, I rest my case there. Like I said, I mean, I think that w- when you're talking about just accessibility, when you're talking about how simple it is, you know, Trev brought up a good point when you're talking about how easy something needs to be to grasp for some people. And in this case, again, the mechanics, the controls, and the difficulty can be off putting to some people. But other people, when you get in there, and plus, again, it's so well made. There's very, very, very few times, aside from maybe some internet issues that we have, where I feel like something happens in that game and I can't figure out what happened. There's a lot of times in Madden, this newest Madden, in fact, Madden 23, I think is what we're on now. It's it's good. It's better than last year's Madden. There are still things that happen in that game where it's just like, Okay, the get what that wasn't me. That was the game that did that. Rocket League, in most cases, if a mistake happens, you are the one responsible for it, um, and or I should say, not necessarily that you are the one responsible for it, but there's no question that the game glitched. There's no question about what in the world happened. You know what happened. It's it, and the game is so finely tuned. Trev, I figured you would have uh, more comments as the second most. Maybe even the most hours at this point in the game here in the call. Uh, 
I don't know. I feel like you hit a lot of the good points. Um, one of the big ones being, uh, if you know generally soccer, like you know this game, it's like you have a, a giant ball and there are nets, and you're in cars. It's super easy to understand exactly, um, I guess the rules of the game and how to play, um, and it's free, so like super accessible to uh, anybody who has any sort of modern gaming console. Um, or, or a PC or whatever. Um, and it's, it's one of those games where, um, I guess you can play against AI and turn the sliders, whatever, and dominate some computer players. Um, but it is, it is a lot of, uh, there's some tech that you can learn. Um, and the game has a lot of depth, uh, when it comes to, uh, just like education on, uh, different ways to play different play styles, um, and there's a, a fairly large gap between new players and the pros, um, which I feel like if, if you're really into competing, um, it has a, a, a large replay value, I guess is how I would put it. If, you, if you're into getting better, competing, um, increasing your skill, uh, Rocket League has such a high ceiling. It's unbelievable, and I and I'm glad you brought because I didn't even mention the single player aspects where you can do tournaments where you play against AI. You can play against AI and and regular matches. Again, you can do free play and different training packs. The it's just so extensive. There's so many things about it that I love. Um, I did. I, in fact, for those of you watching on Twitch, if you go and look at the highlights, there's a list I put up of my top. It was a stream I did like my top ten favorites. Uh, video games of all time. Rocket League was number three, uh, and you may think, "Oh, is that how is you you talk about you love it so much? How is it not number one? Number one was The Last of Us, and number two was Stardew Valley. I mean, it's hard to beat those two games, and it's a completely different style. But when you're talking about competitive, when you're talking about sports, when you're talking about just any game that's not a game that I'm going to be focused on story or I'm just trying to relax, you can't beat Rocket League." You're talking about earlier um, with Rocket League, like how it was different from games like Call of Duty and Valorant and things like that. I think another aspect of it is um, like in Call of Duty, there are guns you have to unlock in multiplayer. So you have to play a lot of hours to unlock guns that may ulti- ultimately you may never use when you play because um especially like in warzone um there was a a a meta and there's always a meta and everyone uses that specific gun um and but in um and there's metas in rocket league too but um you pretty like you don't have all car styles unlocked but like most of the styles are the same hitbox so it, I mean, it's really only cosmetic, um, when it comes down to it. Um, me personally, uh, I would always use a car called Mantis, and Mantis was the only car I had that had the the super flat, uh, like a board hitbox, and that's the one I love to use. So and it's really just what whatever hitbox you get used to playing with. And if you find another car with the same one that you think looks cooler, you know, you can switch it in and out. I mean, but a, a lot of other games don't have that aspect. Yeah, that's going to... Go ahead, Cam. 
No, I was just going to add in that, like, I feel like a lot of games that are real focused on esports value try and stick away from, like, for an example, like, for Call of Duty, you were able to get different guns from physically, you know, buying them pay to win in almost a way, but Rocket League and certain other games try and stick to just solely cosmetic items, you know, just items that don't change how the core game plays, just changes, you know. If you want to put your little chef's hat on your car, you go for it. Just, you know, I don't know. I like games like that where everything's purely just for cosmetic. Doesn't have anything to really do for the game itself. Just, if you want to look cool, you go for it. I prefer, I, I I prefer the catfish on top of my car. Like, the swimming catfish that's on top of the car. <laughs> I, say, I loved it when uh, Rocket League became free to play. And, like, one of the first things in the item shop was the Ford F-150. <laughs> that that was probably the greatest thing I'd ever seen. And it made me like want to look for tournaments and see if there were people playing with the Ford F-150. Funny enough, if you want to watch a funny video, please go watch on YouTube. It's NRG versus G2. And it's a room full of... And, and in case, when you get up in the higher levels, and what I call the higher levels of sweat within Rocket League. A lot people stick to two cars. You have the Octane, you've got the Fennec. Those are the two and you may have one some people every once in a while using things like the Dominus, um, things like that. And then you have Justin who flip resets off of a Merc in a tournament just for fun one time. But anyways, I am getting too far into it. Um, and there's a video on YouTube where NRG plays against G two and in this game it, all six players use the Fortnite battle bus that's in the game and it is unbel it is hysterical to watch because you know you look back and li and like you said Logan all the cars have similar hit, hit, uh, all a lot of the cars have similar hitboxes you have like the Merc which is this big van you've got again the Octane which is the most uh, commonly used car in Rocket League with the Fennec um, which I think correct me if I'm wrong Trev Fennec has the same hitbox as Octane it's just a little bit it looks different I believe um, oh, I am unsure. But and then you have like the the Dominus, which is the like you said the flat car. Uh, but in the pro levels where no one, everyone sticks to Octane, for them to go and switch to such a it's that it uses the same hitbox as the Octane, but it looks different, so it throws you off. But they're still just dominating, and they look unbelievable in these cars, and it's just so funny. And I and yes, like you said, cosmetics wise, the things that you can do. You can make your car look like the dumbest thing out there, but if that's what you feel comfortable doing and that if that's what you want to run with, you can, and you are on the exact same playing field as everybody else, and that's one thing I love about the game, too. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and we'll move on from that one. That one took a little while, so we'll go ahead and uh, and I'm going to jump into a couple different games as well, so we'll go ahead and finish it up. Cam, it's all yours. The wheel has been spun. Um and the, the floor is all yours. Alrighty, I guess I'll uh, I'll start off by giving a couple of honorable mentions. The first one will be uh, NASCAR 2001. That was my first video game ever. Um, that game was, I don't know, that game was just crazy. I don't remember much about it, but it, to me it was just, I was like maybe three or four at the time, and it was just wild. The other game has to go to uh, Tiger Woods PGA 2004. Uh, I feel like that was the first golf game I really got into and, like, actually caused me to, like, want to be, like, you know, play golf. 
Plus, you got to play all the Legends, and there was, like, an actual really cool career mode where you had to, like, overcome Legends, and you got to play at uh, the old course, St. Andrews. But, anyway, the game I'm choosing is <laughs> Madden 2010, and the only reason I'm really choosing it is just because of... Honestly, you know, Pittsburgh was the Super Bowl champions that year. Uh, for people not familiar, the cover athletes were Troy Polamalu and Larry Fitzgerald. The uh, only Madden to ever have two athletes on the same cover, so that's something that's kind of neat. I don't know. Obviously, I'm a Steelers fan. Blake's a Steelers fan, so he probably knows this game decently well. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. I just, that game was fun. Big Ben was like a 93 overall. Heinz Ward was really good. Santonio Holmes was really good. It was just, I don't know. Honestly, that game was a huge reason I think I became a Steelers fan also. Because I like, the reason I became a Steelers fan was originally, like, the first game I have in mind was Big Ben playing against the Dolphins, like, early on, like, probably like 2004, 2005, maybe, something like that. And it was just, oh, God. That game was fun. It was just, I can just remember how many hours I would put into it. I used to beat all my opponents like 100 to nothing because Heinz Ward would just burn everyone. He wasn't even that fast. He was just broken in the game so that's the that's the biggest reason i'm choosing this and I, I we talked about it earlier like i'm not a fan really of the new maddens like they're good games but they don't really they don't stand out to me like madden 2010 did so that's the reason i'm choosing it kind of like a what's the word i feel like madden's kind of like a stereotypical sports game because you know everyone kind of plays madden but madden 2010 was different so that's why i chose it I want to go ahead and start off by saying the the difference between those older Maddens and new Maddens. Again, I I, I get what you're saying, and you're and you're right. Like Madden these days, it's a it's by far a better mechanical mechanical game. Like it's the you know, it's it's better made than the old games were. But the difference is, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think EA, and this is why I'm so concerned for Skate Four when it comes out, as well as the new NCAA football game, they have a reputation at this point for filling their game with microtransactions. And I don't necessarily think microtransactions are a bad thing. I know, Trev, you and I have had this conversation before where microtransactions, if if somebody, if a company, like, for example, as much as everyone makes fun of Fortnite for everything they're doing right now, we're getting Goku and things like that, you have to admit those are brilliant moves because... It doesn't really provide you any other advantage. It doesn't provide you any advantage in the game. It just makes your character look cool. But EA, it, they they cross the line from fun microtransactions to pay to win. And when you have pay to win, I, I don't like getting on the new Maddens and getting on Ultimate Team to get beat by a guy who's put $1,000 in the Ultimate Team. That's not fun. Um Ultimate Team's pretty much almost useless after, like, the first two months. It's ridiculous, because, mm -hmm. like, if you don't want to put... Honestly, you probably got to put 20 or $30 almost every two weeks just to get the new players, the new... Like, that's something I wanted to talk about earlier with eSports, how you had mentioned that, like, Rocket League's not, like, mechanic... Like, you, you know if you get scored on in Rocket League how it happened. Madden, mechanically, though, eSports especially, it's not really even... Like, don't get me wrong, they're good Madden players best in the world but a lot of it's just kind of abusing game mechanics really i mean we i'll be honest i play madden every day and abusing game mechanics is pretty easy so that's 
they make it very easy. And I, the other thing, back, you know, I'm going to loop it back to uh, the game you picked. One of the underrated features of those old Madden games, for one, again, aside from the superstar mode, really when Madden knew how to make a career mode fun, was the Madden moments in those games to where you had basically famous moments in the clutch that you took over and you either had to rewrite history or recreate it. Uh, prime example that I always think about is back in, I believe it was 2011, it was the Bengals and the Broncos. And the Broncos were down towards the end of the game and they ended up having to throw up a prayer. It's deflected by two different uh, Bengals players, and it goes into the hands of Brandon Stokely, who runs it down the field all the way for a touchdown close to when time expires. Though That was a Madden moment that you had to recreate. Um, you had punt returns. You had to run back for touchdowns. You had famous touchdowns um, or defensive stands that you had to do. So I think that was a very underrated portion. And I'll be honest, you know, I don't mind Madden these days compared to what it was because it, it got to a point in the mid in the mid two thousand mid twenty tens where it was just throw the ball deep over and over and over again and it would work. In this case, you know, you're starting to get to, towards uh, you know twenty ten. I would say Madden eleven was the last one that didn't have that style and it was well made and it was well balanced. Like you said, there were some things. Big Ben was really good in that game and would abuse people with. Heinz Ward, Tom Brady was always really good in those games, was also way faster in those games than he is in real life. Um, but still, overall, much more well-balanced than some other Maddens have been. And I, I think that when you take that into consideration, it, it's it's an easy pick to make. Any of those late 2000s Maddens would have been an easy pick to make. As I say, it, it, especially back in the like on Ultimate Team, it was really easy to... Um, like as soon as Michael Vick usually would come and be a player, that's all people would ever grind for was just to get Michael Vick. Michael Vick uh, can think. Yeah, see, I, that was the one, and it didn't matter what overall he was. It was always it was or is because they continue to put him in Ultimate Team. Whenever he comes in, you're not going to find a quarterback unless you know you do have some people that would use. The mid ninety overall, yeah, I think a popular quarterback this year will be like a Joe Burrow. When a, Joe, a big Joe Burrow car comes out, that'll get used a good amount. But yeah, exactly. When Michael Vick came out, that's all people wanted to use. When Tyree Kill was used as a kick return card, that's all people wanted to use because it was just exploiting the game. Madden ten, Madden, yeah, I would say honestly from Madden. I can't, I can't say Madden 04 because Michael Vick was unbelievably OP in that game. But you can say, like, from Madden 07, Madden 06 to Madden 11, those things didn't really exist. And so I do like this pick for, for that reason. So I want to make it clear that, like, I'm not going to argue that this is the best Madden. I just want to make it clear that, like, this is my favorite Madden. Like, this is just, like, nostalgic obviously like i said this is the last time pittsburgh had won the super bowl so they were pretty i'm pretty sure they were like the second highest overall team at this point in madden i might be wrong about that but i don't know i just really like it plus the cover is just it's so tough with larry fitzgerald and troy palomalu obviously two hall of famers two legends so that's just why it's my favorite any other comments or questions for cam 
All right. So with that being said, we have officially ended the discussion portion. You guys know the drill at this point. If I could have you send me your votes over Snapchat, and I will be sure to go ahead and get those picks announced. So spinning the wheel for the first vote. I'm going to click it a few times just that way I make sure exactly it will land on Cam. So Cam will be announcing his vote first. Um, I'll send it over Discord. Okay, I will go ahead and pull that up here. So with his pick, Cam has selected Trev's pick. So Cam, tell us why you picked Wii Sports. Uh, I think the biggest reason I picked Wii Sports is because it was pretty much, like you had mentioned before, first of its kind, really brought in, like, the motion controller, led to the Kinect, and I had mentioned, like, eventually led to virtual reality and whatever that leads to. So I just think it's kind of like just a pioneer of, like, not your stereotypical controller TV game. It's more of, like, it doesn't really even feel like you're playing a game. Obviously, like, Wii Sports and Wii Fit and all this, it just really was its own genre of gaming. So that's the reason I picked it is just because like it is it is a sports game, but it's it's really more than just that because obviously like Madden it's just like yeah you're playing football, but like we sports it's like all right we're going bowling and then we're hitting eighteen holes and you know playing tennis. So also the accessibility part's a big big choice because of you know obviously not everyone's has a PlayStation and four controllers but you know maybe you and two friends have a Wii and some remotes and you can get the family involved and I don't know it just it has a wide market and obviously it's just a pioneer of motion gaming so Trev gets one vote on the board already with his selection of Wii Sports spinning the wheel for the second revealed vote it will be Logan and so yeah. Logan's vote is for Trev. So Trev at least clinches a co-championship for this week. Logan, why'd you pick Trev and why'd you pick Wii Sports? First off, what other game is there that is just Wii Sports? (laughs) I mean, like, everything you need to know is in the title. Like, (laughs) like... It, it's no surprise to you guys, especially that I am a fan of many different sports. Um, I recently, I mean, earlier today, I was watching, I was watching a little bit of the uh, Serena Williams's potentially final match, um, in the U.S. Open. I, I I enjoy tennis. I bowling is fun to do with friends. Uh, I fell down one time while we were bowling. Um, Cameron remembers that. Uh, Blake, I think you do too. And so, and um, Trevor was there, I believe, that night as well. Trevor, were you there? there? He was there. there that yes, sir, you were. You definitely were. There was the night that, that was there. we had. Yeah, we had like nine people in the bowling alley. Oh yeah, yeah. I do remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be yeah. on Discord after. Uh, the video of me falling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, and boxing. You know, I mean, I watched boxing, so on, so forth, all, all other sports. But it's such a fun, like, it was such a fun thing that you could play with literally anyone. Like, I, they'd be like, what button you push? And I'm like, push? Just 
just swing just just do something <laughs> like do do what you would actually do like i mean and honestly we sports would have been my pick if it hadn't have been for i thought that somebody else would already do it and i was right <laughs> because there's, <laughs> there's really no other choice in this in this game i mean i loved uh ncaa football that's why i picked it um but we sports kind of has a special feeling in everyone's hearts. I remember when TikTok first came out, um, there were a lot of meme videos of people pretending like they're bowling and they throw the bowling ball behind them. And then they have a bunch of people to just do the spin around thing and jump in the air. Uh, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, yep. But yeah, that's why that's why I pick we sports. So Trev with two votes already. And just as a recap for those of you that may have forgotten, Logan selected NCAA Football 2013, Trevor with Wii Sports, myself with Rocket League, and Cam with Madden NFL 2010. I am currently spinning the wheel, as you may have been able to hear my mouse clicking for the past five, you know, 30 seconds. I'm just spinning it over and over to see who it lands between myself and Trev. And it will land on Trev. So Trev's vote will be revealed and depending on, we'll see what ends up happening here. Trev's pick is myself and some weird brackets in this. You really were descriptive and artistic in this message, it seems like. Uh, Trev, why'd you, yeah. Pick, yeah, why'd you pick me and why'd you pick Rocket League? So I feel like um, as far as sports games go, um, Rocket League is its own game and its own sport. Um, but because I guess before the super awesome battle rocket car soccer ball game um, from that's a, that's, 2008. That's supersonic acrobatic rocket power battle cars to you? Yeah, that's what I said, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but like before that, um, this, I guess, technical sport like didn't exist. So like they came out with this game in 2008 and then... Uh, improved on it with rocket league that came out in 2015 um and uh it just it's it, like i don't know it is its own sport in its own way um and it has uh, kind of come from nothing and exploded and now it's i wouldn't say everywhere but like you can get it on like any system and you can play with whoever your friend is on whatever other system um and it's such a big community just for like this one video game, uh, and I'm I'm glad we talked about this beforehand because I probably would have also chose Rocket League and then would have been awkwardly being like Rocket League, Rocket League. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> How many hours do you have in Rocket League? Oh, I also have over a thousand hours in Rocket League. <laughs> it, it would have been like, all right, and that's enough about Rocket League. All right, Trent, what do you got next? So, have you heard of this game called Rocket League? <laughs> no. What would have happened I just... is I would have picked supersonic acrobatic rocket powered battle cars. That's what I would have done. <laughs> Ever been to Juarez? Um, also, just a disclaimer out there: if you have the choice. Don't play it on the Switch. Play it on any other consoles. <laughs> I will tell you, Rocket League, uh, Rocket League's optimization on the Switch is very, very rough. There's a lot of input delay. Play it on anything else. If you have to play it on the Switch, for one, I would go ahead and say I'm sorry. And two, um, good luck, because I've tried. But if you if you can play it on a, on an upper P, on a con, on a PC or like a console, like a PlayStation 4 or 5, Xbox, whatever it is, don't play it on the Switch. So... 
Uh, one vote for me, two votes for Trev. So I'm going to go ahead and it doesn't matter what I do here with my vote. Trev is going to be the undisputed champion because I'm obviously not allowed to vote for myself. But I'm not even going to take that into consideration. That's not something that I, yeah, I'm not going to even think about it. Trev is going to get my pick as well. Um, again, just an unbelievable sport. And I, or sports, I should say. And again, we didn't even, you don't even have to mention Wii Sports Resort. You don't have to mention the mill, you know, the, the, like Cam said earlier, the innovation that it brought to the fields and gaming as a whole, not just sports gaming. But you can also just talk about how fun video games in these day and ages, I think in some cases, have too many things that people judge them on. If, if, yeah, a good example is some of the some games like I'm trying to think of like a okay like an Elden Ring. Elden Ring is very much there are people out there that that do just like Souls types games. They love games that bring a lot of challenge like Elden Ring does. But the grand scheme of things, I think instead of trying to figure out oh is this mechanic is is this present is that present is this present is that present is the game fun. That simple. It doesn't matter what the game entails. doesn't matter what's in the game. doesn't matter what happens. Controversy-wise, I don't care. Sometimes you have to look and you say, is this video game fun? And Wii Sports is nothing but fun. There's no... It's not complex. There's nothing about it that's controversial. There's nothing that really makes you think. It is just sports in its purest form, and it is just straight-up fun. I think at the end of the day, that's all that needs to be asked. That's all that needs to be answered, especially in a game of this style. And Trev, with the great pick for this week, he takes home our champion Discord role for the week, and he will come up with the title, the the role, or not the role, the idea for next week's episode. Trev. Can I add something to my thought? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I was going to say, there's only one sports game that's simpler than Wii Sports, and that is Pong. And we talked about that in the car. <laughs> we actually talked about that. How it's—I mean, it's technically a table tennis game, and you mm. use a uh, use a stick, and that's it. But yeah, Trev, any remarks, any comments about Wii Sports? You want to send it off on to celebrate your win? Wii Sports, bringing up my spirits in 2006, <laughs> bringing up my spirits in 2022, baby. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, uh, and, and I don't know if this would get me in trouble because it's technically illegal, but Dolphin, I've thought about installing Wii Sports and doing that on Dolphin, but <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not even going to, like I said, we'll, we'll, I'll have to consider doing that, but... Well, Trev, Nintendo is now taking down this oh, podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> they are, they're, they're actually calling me as we speak. Shig- uh, Shigeru yeah, uh, Miyamoto, so, Miyamoto is calling me right now as I'm so, talking. Um, ne- ne- next week, we will be a new name, and we will all have new faces. So <laughs> now, Next week, we're going to be called the Nintendo Podcast and play only <laughs> we, Nintendo music so we get shut. We, we're going to try to speed run how fast we can get shut down. Um, we are we are now heat taking. Uh, <laughs> we played the, we played the first note of Lost Woods, Macarena of Time, and we're immediately just cut. We're in, no more of that. <laughs> so with that being said, Trev is the champion for this week, and he comes up with Wii Sports for the best video game 
the best sports related video game of all time as is customary he will be bringing the topic to the table uh within the next episode so be sure to keep an eye out on that so congrats to trev and thanks to all of you for listening whether you're watching right now on twitch or you're listening on the youtube channel or the spotify page for it we do appreciate it if you want to see more all the episodes uh, the past episodes will be on the spotify page or the youtube channel so whichever one you prefer go check it out youtube it's nuggets nation 21 and spotify it is just taking heat be sure to check those out once again download the podcast like the video subscribe to the youtube channel like the post on Facebook. Let me know in the comments if you agree with our picks, if you have anyone that you think is different, or if you want to see any of the different topics in the future. We would greatly appreciate to see those. Um, I believe that's basically everything. So any other closing remarks before we head out? EA Sports, it's in the game. <laughs> I'm a little shocked it took us this long for someone to say that, especially when <laughs> talking about NCAA and Madden. But... Why, why you have to be mad? It's only games. I guess I should. I could have told you, skate in, in, for, for games looking out in the future, NCAA 23 and Skate 4. Those are high on my, on my list. But. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I'd say, I'm more. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those games. <laughs> Man, I have to have a There's part a- two to this episode. <laughs> uh, not to prolong the episode, but there is a new game call, come out calling Roller Drome. Uh, where you are an assassin on roller skates um, and you uh, they put you in like a mall that has like the skateboard ramps and stuff and you roller skate around and you assassinate people. I was going to say, how are you going to be sneaky on roller skates? But I guess if you're just in a crowd of people, that makes sense. Well, see, when I say assassination, you think about like Hitman, but like it's, it, they basically, they already know you're there. Okay. All right, so with that being said, again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, whatever it is. Be sure to check out the past episodes. Let me know in the comments all that information. And, yeah, my name is Blake Holmes. Thanks again to my panelists from the, t- from the, on the top right, Cameron Woolwine, and the bottom left, Trevor Tidwell, and on the bottom right, Logan Porter. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, and we will see you all next week.